Another edition of the Behind the You podcast. You probably heard this before, but I was thinking, man, there are not too many people you can just call by one name. You know exactly who they are. Rock, Drake, Prince, and we got Chick. That's all I got to say, and everybody knows who you are. Anthony Chickalo, what's up, dude? What's up, brother? It's great hey. to be here. I appreciate you having me. Dude, and you are, you're, you're decked out. Yeah, um, this is the latest stuff going on at Dime Life right now. DJ Williams' store off of Sunset, and I uh, just wanted to, to show it off. He just got in the store. Vince Wolfrick was just here. He's been around the program a little bit more recently. I think you were at one of the games, weren't you not? Weren't you at one of our games recently? Yeah, first, the home opener. I'll go to the uh, the next couple we got. I'll, so I'll what, what brings you back? I mean, I know obviously you went here, but mm -hmm. like what, what has drawn you back in? Yeah, yeah. So I, I wanted to come back and, and, and start my, my master's program back at the school after meeting my girlfriend. She has a tattoo shop um, called Tildian Tattoos on Bird Road. So I'm living in Kindle right now. Um, we're having a great time. I'm, I'm really happy in my life, and uh, I'm, I'm happy to be back in Miami with all my uh, friends and family. But she trying to she trying to art ink you up? Uh, we, we yeah we we talked about it. I always thought about getting tattoos while I played, right? But then then when I got long hair, right? I kind of came to the long hair thing, and I always yeah I, we we we've spoken about it. No, this is not just any what they call tattoo artists. Put she's put some ink yeah. on some pretty popular yeah. people. No, she's she's world renowned, right? Everywhere we go, every you know she, and she's with people, you. People know who she is. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And people people know who she is everywhere we go. Everywhere. Everywhere. No okay, matter. Okay, I'll tell you one thing. No, no disrespect to Cat. But I'm a little older than you. I had to look it up. Tattoo baby. Her name's Cat. That's her. Must be her. Right. Her, her yeah, handle. Right. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, she's got to be somebody. And then I yeah. finally figured out who it was. So yeah. it's passed me by a little bit. Yeah, she's tattooed um, some of the biggest biggest names uh, in the world. Carol G, um, Jake Paul. She did the tattoo, the loser of the Jake Paul Tyron Tyron uh, Woodley fight. Uh, Rick Ross, Little Wayne, uh, just just Canelo Alvarez, bunch of people. She. Um, you know, she, she but not not only that, she she tattoos. Uh, you know, anyone that wants to get a regular tattoo. folk. Yeah, anyone and they that might wants even to get see tattoo. you there. Yeah, yeah. Anyone that gets a tattoo, anyone that wants to get a tattoo, she serves them and and she loves what she does. All right, you're a third generation guy. Was there any question of where you're going to college? No, I, no, I was. Uh, so I grew up going to the Orange Bowl games, right? Watching uh, Ed Reed, you know, Willis McGahee, Vilma, all the great early 2000 teams, right? I was, I was part of the the home win streak. That's my childhood, right? Going right. to those games with my dad and 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 before my grandfather passed. So uh, I always knew I was going to come here. You know, I played the recruiting game when, Did I, you? when I was recruiting. A little bit? Yeah, I played the recruiting game, right? You 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 want to see what all that's like? How many but, visits you go on? Official visits. I went on three official visits. A lot of unofficial, where I went to a whole bunch of places around the country. But uh, I always knew I was going to come here. <laughs> <laughs> we just had to make you know, hard to get, right? You yeah, had to play hard yeah. to get a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now you said you used to come to the games. Did I read this right? You would play because you're from the Tampa area. So you would play in like Optimus Ball Saturday morning and then yeah. drive down with your family every, for the every, games every weekend, right? If it was a home game here, I would You'd be go. a DOB. Every time, every time with my dad, we go to the, his, his friends' tailgates, and and that was my childhood, and that's why I always wanted to come here. That's awesome. Seventy-one. That number means a lot to you. Yeah, you know, uh, it's funny because like when I was in little league, right? I, I, Did I you wore, wear seventy-one? I wore thirty-two, right? Because of Frank Gore, and I wore twenty-eight because of Clint Portis. Those are my my first two what numbers. Positions you play? Running back and linebacker. Okay. I thought I was a running back for 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 <laughs> until my, when. Until high school, until my freshman year of high school, I, I realized that that Get was out. yeah. I realized I was a defensive player. So thirty-two and twenty-eight, because those. But that's when you got here. There was only one number you were gonna wear. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That was that was always you know a dream of mine, and uh, I can I can truly say I got to live it. 
got to be a jersey hanging in the house. Not yours, your dad's, your grandfather's, oh, yeah. right? Like, you've well, seen that number. So we, we don't have one of my dad, uh, my grandfather's jerseys. We have one of his practice jerseys. But, yeah, my dad, I have my, uh, my dad's jersey and, and my jersey, 71 jersey in my house. You were a highly rated recruit. We talked about being a third-generation guy. Now that you look back on it, did you feel the pressure you came in with? Were you aware of it back then? Or now that looking back, can you say, man, that was, that's a lot? No. So my dad was, was pretty good about telling me the expectations of him, right, because with his grandfather, what he did here. So I, I was living my dream, right? I always wanted to come here. I, I got to accomplish that. You know what I mean? I didn't play, I didn't play the same position that I played in the NFL here. I, I wish I could have, but... You know, it all, I have no regrets about my, my football career with the NFL, college football. I'm happy with, with all of it. You basically were an outside backer in the NFL, right? Yeah, so uh, when Coach Tomlin came to my, my pro day, he told me he was going to draft me as an outside linebacker. That's God's yeah. honest truth. He, he'll tell you that. He told me in the parking lot right outside, right, right outside the building, him and Kevin Colbert, he said, listen, I'm going to draft you at outside linebacker. He says, I don't, because they made me work out, the Steelers made me work out at the Combine as outside linebacker, right, with Joey Porter. He was running the drills. And he says, I'm going to draft you as an outside linebacker. I don't know what round, but I'm going to draft you. And that was. Did you believe him? No, man, did you believe no, him as so, a bat? Like, so what were you think, like, obviously we know what happened here, right? Yeah, you were yeah. rush edge, the, the scheme. Yeah, but yeah, we'll get yeah. into that. But, like, mm-hmm. did you ever foresee yourself being a backer? Well, well, I was so bought in on everything that Miami was in our program, right? So when I came here, I wanted nothing more than to win a national championship. So everything that the coaches told me to do, I did it, right? I, w- I was listening to my coaches. I did what they told me to do. They wanted me to gain weight and be bigger, and I did that. But what about when he told you, like, did you ever foresee yourself as a linebacker? Because <laughs> uh, you hadn't played back. You said you haven't played first, since, yeah, like, high yeah, school yeah, or you. My first, my first uh, uh, like, day in, 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 when I got to the Steelers, like, when, when I got with around Joey Porter, Joey Porter showed me, taught me like how to play in space right how to cover how to how to understand different coverages when it comes to different sorts of defenses that you run he was so instrumental in that right when i first got on that meeting with him i told him i said this stuff this is like chinese like what you're talking about to me he says you know give it a month of just working it working the drops doing all the different stuff i was already in the process right right after i got done with my the bowl game of losing the weight right because I was too big. I was too heavy. What'd you get up to? 285. Two, I'm 235 right now. I played my whole NFL career at 250. 250. Mm-hmm. You look good, bro. Thank you. You feel good at 235? Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel good. I feel good. I'm on a good uh, workout regimen. And, uh, yeah, I'm, so you I'm, played at 250. So you were, you were basically learning football all over again. Yeah, in a way. In a way. In a way, it was learning. Like playing in space is a whole, a whole it's a lot different than being in the trenches, right? When, when I'm on a number two receiver in the slot, you know, <laughs> and, 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 and I, I've been in situations where that person was Julio Jones, right? As soon as the ball snapped, I'm running straight as I, it's just vertical as fast as I can backwards because I know it's a nine <laughs> route. <laughs> Uh, you'd rather put your at that point like can I put my hand yeah. in the dirt? I, I yeah, one of my best coverage plays probably in the NFL. I Let's had a, hear it. Yeah, I had a Let's good brag. play on Tom Brady. Right, he threw a, a seam route to OJ Howard when I was with the Broncos, and I broke up a pass on it on, on Tom. And I also had a good uh, a couple good plays with Tom on, on Gronk and Martellus Bennett when we played them. So do you have a memory like that here? A play that sticks out? <sighs> my favorite play ever as a Hurricane. There we go. Yeah, uh, I stumped you. 
I don't, I don't. It's hard to say a play, but my game. My, yeah, game for sure. Georgia Tech, my sophomore year at Georgia Tech, Florida when we played Florida, Ohio here, State. Right? Yeah, that was Florida a new game? here, Ohio State here. Those were good memories. North Carolina when we won up there. That remember how that was a good comeback win. Yeah, yeah. There, 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 there's there's a lot of good memories uh, from from being here. When you think of great football and baseball, you think about the U. When you get hurt in a car, truck, or motorcycle wreck, you need to think Lebovic Law Group. At Lebovic Law Group, you come first. We work to get you all the money you are entitled to. Injured? You need to call or click Lebovic. Lebovic Law Group, the exclusive sponsor of the Miami Hurricanes and proud sponsor of all things you. Go you! I guess it's weird, right? Because you came in undersized. No, I came in. I came in. But I thought. I thought no, no, you... I, you know. So when I went to high school, I was 165 pounds. What? I gained 100 pounds from my freshman year to my senior year. I, I was 265. This was like I got to 265 before I was about to come in, like before I was about right. to come in Miami. Arquijo, who played with my dad, he calls me. He says, "How are you doing?" I said, I'm doing good. I, 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 you know, I'm, I'm, I'm getting big. I'm strong. I'm fast. He says, cut a little bit of that weight, get to 250. And I came in, I, right, I came in at 250, 255. And then, like, the first three days of camp my freshman year, I got strep throat and I, I hurt my neck. And I couldn't eat and I couldn't, I, 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 like, I lost, like, 15 pounds. I lost 15 pounds in, like, three days. So my whole freshman year, like, a lot of people don't know that, I played super light. Right, I was always like trying to gain that weight back that I lost in the beginning of camp my freshman year. So I was always trying to gain that weight back. My freshman year, I probably played the whole season around like 240, 245. And do you feel it? Like I, on the field, did you feel no, like, man? I felt, I felt good. I felt good. I felt fast, agile. You know, I felt strong with my hands. Yeah. I gotcha. Um, your junior year, you guys started off 7-0. Do yeah. you think that was, I imagine you thought that was going to end a little different. I mean, and then and then we go to Florida State, right? Duke breaks his ankle, and everything kind of changed. All the momentum we had, it, it just it just all it all went away. Did you kind of have a vision of like here? I, this is why I, this, I came here for this. Like you, you yeah, kind of had and, built and, up and to not, that point. And not just and not just me though. Like me and a bunch of my teammates, right? Duke Johnson, Tracy Howard, uh, Rayshon Scott, David Njoku. Uh, Shane McDermott, Brandon Linder, all these guys grew up loving the University of Miami. Philip Dorsett, Denzel Perriman, right? A, a lot of guys. You played, that, was, that was a talented yeah, team. Luther, Luther, um, all, a bunch of Luther Robinson, Olson Pierre, right? We all met in like high school and we all wanted to come here and do the same the same thing together. And we just, and, you know. But that is the beauty of sports. Well, I would say the beauty of sport is that camaraderie, right? Yeah, the camaraderie yeah, and the connection and, and, the, have, and, and fighting for a goal. Yeah, and the UM connection is the best. It's the best in the world as far as any college, as far as the football team, the alumni being close and connected. And that's, that's what I know is true and what I've known since I was a kid. Same in the NFL? Like in terms of the, the vibe oh, yeah, that you oh, have? Yeah. After every time you play an NFL game, whoever's on the other sideline, you'll, we always find each other. It's every time, right? Yeah. Chick, uh, let's get into some of the guys you played with. So you went up against some pretty nasty offensive linemen. Yeah. Can you – Linder, Feliciano, Chantrell. Yeah. Linder, like, he didn't get his flowers, right? He didn't get his due as how good of a player he was, right? Look the, what happened. Yeah, he, he got his due in the NFL. But I'm, so, I'm, I'm saying, like, right, the best offensive lineman I've ever played against in my life is Zach Martin, right? I, I played against him my sophomore year at Notre Dame. 
that was my sophomore year when we played in Chicago. We played against yes. Notre Dame, Zach Martin, right? So at that moment, like, Zach Martin, like, he was coming, you know, he was tough, right? He was the toughest guy I ever played against, right? He ends up being the best guard ever in the NFL history. But at that moment, I thought in my head after that game, I was like, man, is this how every one of these offensive linemen are that are going to play in the NFL? Is this how is this how the, they all are? Right. And, and then you know now he's the most all pro. You know he's got more all pros than he does penalties in his career. So Linder, he was that caliber of a player, right? He dominated when he was here. He dominated in the NFL. He just never got his his, his due as like when it comes to all pros, all Pro Bowls, awards here. But as far as he got his – Linder is respected by everyone that plays them. They know what, what type of player Linder is. And what about Feliciano? How would you do – I'm same thing. Tough. You know what I mean? Tough, mean, nasty. It, it's, it, it's you guys ever scrap? It's the same – no, no, no. <laughs> those, those guys are some of my best friends. You know what I mean? Um, he, 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 there's a reason why he's still playing in the NFL because of the brand of football that he, he's been playing since he was here. What happened? Do you remember seeing Chantrell the first time you came in? Yeah, I remember seeing Chantrell on my recruiting visit. And, and at that time, he was like, he was real, real big. I know everybody knows he got like real, real big at a period here. He was the biggest human I ever seen, like right in, in my life at, at that time. Yeah, he, he was, uh, well, someone who liked to think, he was big, but in a different way was Mr. Perriman. Yeah, yeah. Denzel, you know, um, me and him still talk. You know, he's, he's playing with the Texans. New, new opportunity for him. He's super excited about it. And again, he's... What was it like to watch the film after practice and put some... Because he would lay some dudes out. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Denzel, he's a banger. And he's got that reputation in the NFL, right? Still. He's, yeah, still. Everybody knows, like, when they play him that he's coming. He's coming hard, right? Do you ever, like, come on, can you put your shirt on, dude? Like, let's go. Like, you always have to have your shirt off? <laughs> <laughs> he's, all, he's always been like that. Him and Najoku. Najoku loves having yeah, his shirt yeah, off. Yeah, yeah, and that's Chief. You know what I mean? Chief, Chief David yeah, Najoku, Chief right? David he got, Njoku. he got, he got, he got crowned that in, the, in in Africa. Yeah, that's right. He is the chief now. He is. The, he likes the cameras too. Yeah, yeah, and and Dave, one of my best friends. You know him. him. So you're you're the guys you were in school with. You guys are all still super. Oh tight. yeah, me, Rachel, Scott, and Dave. You know we're working together right now on something that. Uh, we're super excited about moving so that might, forward. That might be the reason why you're a little raspy today. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, me and Ray, you know, Dave's busy in the season, but we, we've been working on something that we believe is going to be pretty big. You're, you know, here's someone who, who uh, that was on the roster when you were here that it just didn't work out for him here, but he's still in the NFL is Gus Edwards. Oh. He looked like you walked by him so and you were like. My, my favorite Gus Edwards story is Chad Thomas. Chad Thomas, right? The the video, uh, the, the the song that he sold to Drake. I We, we all were sitting in, in, in like, the, the beat that he made, he made in the dorm. Gus was dancing in, in the dorm room to it, right? It was, right? Get him right, get him right. Get him right, yes. That's my, that, that, because that, I was sitting there watching, like, Gus do his dance to it, right? It, 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 like, it was hilarious. And then it ends up being on Drake's song. Yeah, but, I mean, dude, he's still, he's still in the league. I still talk to Gus. We, you know, I played him, right? I was with the Steelers. He was on the Ravens. So he's, he's doing great. I'm so happy for him. I wish he could have had his whole career here. But him and his family, they're doing great. Change the trajectory of your career or find your new passion. Both are possible at the University of Miami's Division of Continuing and International Education. The division offers over 50 courses with online and hybrid options for on-the-go professionals and busy parents. Visit miami.edu dcie to learn more 
or call our enrollment advisors at 305-284-4000 to discover which course is right for you. All right, so I want to talk about the, the, the weight thing from this standpoint, not, not about what you liked or didn't like, but literally, is it true, because I'm doing research for the podcast, I'm on Instagram, and I come across a video from someone, one of your former high school coaches that said, uh, you must have told them that when you were asked to put on that much weight, that you would actually get up at 3 in the morning, eat, and go back to sleep. So that you, is that true? Yeah. So is that I a true story or a fib? No, I, yeah. So I would wake up at 3 a.m., right, chug like a, a protein shake, and then I would wake up at 7 a.m. and every two hours until like 10 o'clock at night, I would eat like a big meal. And I did that for about three years. To put on how much? You put on 40? Yeah, I got uh, my, my the beginning of my senior year. I was two hundred and eighty five pounds. Did you recognize yourself? I, I you know it's funny because right, I look back on those pictures and big right, big, it, big cheeks, I, I was, big I, neck. I was I, I was big. They had all they had me in like a frog stance, right? You know what I mean? I, I look back and I just I just laugh and it just shows you right. It doesn't matter what you know situation you get put in, right? I listened to my, what my coaches told me, right? I, I, my dad always made sure that I was coachable, right? And so, I mean, that, look, yeah. I imagine I helped you in the NFL yeah. too, right? Coach yeah. Tomlin said you're going to so, be an outside backer. Yeah. You're so, like, wait a second, an outside backer. And you, yeah. there was another, tr- you, as you were talking before about Porter, right? You didn't know, you said it was Chinese, but you, tr- you had to have a, some yeah. level of yeah. trust. Yeah, and, and yeah, you have to have that level of trust. And then guys that, in Pittsburgh, like me, I got so fortunate to go to Pittsburgh and be around Joey Porter and Mike Tomlin. Danny Smith, my special teams coach, right? Those guys, I'd do anything for them. And that's why Pittsburgh is such a place where, you know, it has the reputation it does as being one of the best organizations in football because it truly is. One last thing before I do want to hop on that is I think you, you came out publicly, I don't know when it was, a year or two ago, and maybe put some closure to, like, your you know, like your time. Like you said, you were kind of playing with a little bit of yeah, anger. Yeah. Have you been able to wrap that all up yeah, and kind well, of say, right, I'm at peace with everything? Right, my, my like, my, my family, my family, we, you know, our, our, our time here, our history here, it speaks for itself, 100%. right? My, my, my grandfather is who he is. My dad is top five in all time in tackles for a defensive lineman. You know, I, I, I have one top five in starts. My family and I, we have a good, we have a good legacy here. I'm, I'm proud of our legacy. My family's proud of our legacy. And uh, my, my family's part of one fa- uh, five families to have three generations, you know, play in the NFL. No, no one has had a fourth generation uh, play in the NFL yet. So you better yeah. get to work. So maybe, yeah, yeah, maybe, <laughs> maybe the fourth generation, the first UM for, uh, fourth generation player will be a Chicolo yeah. in, in the first NFL. I don't put any pressure on Cap, but you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we. we oh, your relationship. Yeah, no, we've we've already had we already had a whole bunch of these like kind of talks where <laughs> she she gets understand she understands the football the football family side of it. Everyone always said about you, Chick, was your durability. Like you did not miss games. No, and and um, that's something I never miss games in college, but I miss games in the NFL, right? I I didn't miss a game here. I play with all types of different injuries, right? Injuries, they, they I, you know, it's part of the game, right? right? If you play in the NFL, they tell you right when you come in, it's a hundred percent chance you're going to have injuries. It's a hundred percent chance, right? So I was lucky not to have, you know, any any sort of big injuries in college, and I didn't have any like injuries in, in NFL where I can I can get to enjoy and, and have a, a great life with my family. So you were at the Miami Ohio game. Did you? I mean, I think 
any football, anyone who's played football at the level you've played it at, when they're watching the game, they just see it yeah, differently, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, So I imagine you saw. I went, I, I went to the Miami, um, the Miami Howard game, and then I was at the Bethune uh, Cookman game because I've been training an American top team who who Dan Lambert, um, right. Yeah, Dan Lambert owns. Training the fight or just training? Man, I've been so, so it's funny, right? I, I've been, I, I wanted to, like, I've been watching MMA. I got into MMA, like, I, I, so I wanted to start training it. When I got back down to Miami, I reached out to Standish Dobard. Standish Dobard, he's an agent for first round management. They get me into American Top Tee. I meet Dan Lambert, and man, I go in there. I mean, you see Dustin Poirier, right? Jorge Masvidal, Kayla Harrison, uh, Paige Vincent, like all these different huge UFC stars. I'm in there, you know what I mean? I'm, I'm wrestling, I'm doing jiu-jitsu, I'm doing the striking. It, it's been a blast. It's been a blast. It's fun? It's, so, it's a lot it of fun. It's a lot of fun, yeah. I've also learned, right? Pedro Munoz, 135 pounds, bantamweight, small guy, right? Kick your butt? It's not even close. I told him, right? He... I said, listen, I, I want you to know, right? Because he always ends up getting my bag, taking my neck, <laughs> right? I, I said, I want you to know every time that this happens, I look at it if we were in the wild, right? They, I'm left for dead and you're, and you're going on. And not only that, that, he laughs. He laughs while he does it. So like all these guys, all these big guys that think that they can fight these MMA fighters and win, I'm telling you right now, they have no chance. They have no chance. They do it all day long, right? From the morning until night, they're doing some sort of fighting, wrestling, boxing, jiu-jitsu, kickboxing. So, like, it's not even close either. Like, like I, it's funny. You see all these, like, uh, Bradley Martin, this guy talking about uh, doing stuff with Demetrius Johnson. Demetrius Johnson would take his neck so fast and choke him out so fast, it, it wouldn't be close. Well, at least you learn your lesson pretty quick, yeah. right? Yeah. Join us at Gulfstream Park this spring with live action Thursday through Sunday. Enjoy entertainment outdoors at the Carousel Club or feast in 10 Palms. Not hungry? Visit our many on-site shopping locations from fashion stores to home furnishings. For schedules, reservations, and tickets, visit GulfstreamPark.com. What I was going to ask you about was Lance Gidry, the new defensive coordinator, Mario revamped his staff, kind of plays a very aggressive Shifting motion, bringing guys. I was going to say, would you like to line up a defensive end in Lance Gidry's system? I like what they got going on right now. I, I like what Coach Cristobal is doing. I, I, I've been to the Bethune game now and, and the Miami-Ohio game. I plan to go to a, a bunch of games in October, the Clemson, Georgia Tech. I know Brandon Linder is coming back for the first time for that Georgia Tech game. Um, so I'm super excited about that. We're going to all get to have a tailgate all together, me and all my teammates, right? And, and it's just stuff like that where – the UM football family connection, like right, it 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 never ends. Like uh, so from Alonzo Highsmith to every, you know, everyone's connected. Everyone can, can can get each other on the phone, and and it, it isn't like that at any other college. I was gonna say Mario. One, you, you, it's it's not hard to miss with Mario what he values, right? He values yeah. Yeah. hard work. Yeah, and 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 what he's doing right now. And like I've been around, I got to be more around. I've been going to camp. I you know I've been going to practices. He's doing it. He's doing what he said he was going to do, and it's exciting. It's exciting for everybody, not just the fans, players, coaches, everyone everyone that, you know, the University of Miami football is on the rise, right? We're not on the downfall and no more. Anthony, again, going back and getting ready for this, trying to dial up some stuff, and the day you were, when you were drafted, literally the day of the draft, when your selection comes up on the board, I don't know if it's McShay or Kuyper, they said the East Rest Shrine game that you stood out. Do you remember – how that week went for you? Oh yeah, yeah. 
and and it was it was a lot similar to kind of how the Under Armour All American game went through the MVP and it went 2011. Right, I I knew I knew the stakes. I knew the players around in the game. Right, it was either it was either perform or not. It, I knew I knew it was important because I was telling people like my agents were put telling people that I'm losing weight that. that Right, all all that stuff, kind of stuff. Wait, was wait, does it come off? Does it go on faster or come off faster? Is it easier to put it on or easier to, or uh, harder to get it off? Easy, easy, harder to put it on. It's harder to put it on for me for sure. It's you got to eat, you got to eat all day, and not only can you, you feel it. It's not little like it's little meat. I was eating giant meals every two hours until ten o'clock, and then waking up at three to wake up at seven to do it all over again, and I did that for three years. So you get to the East West Shrine game, and you knew that like I, I gotta. This is. It's my time to make oh, yeah, a name for Oh myself. yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, and 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 you know I performed well in practice. The Steelers met with me there again, right? I met different people that I know now, and I consider them family now. Then, so I, I would say, right, that the Pittsburgh, like Pittsburgh Steelers, the Pittsburgh Pirates, the Pittsburgh Penguins, right? Miami has all like we have a lot of different things going on in Miami where people go and do. So that was like the biggest difference of me going to the Steelers to being here, right? I understood the fan base here because of my family i never seen anything like the steelers fan base i never seen anything where you go into an away stadium and all their fans take over the stadium and and not that doesn't just happen at it happens on every time the steelers travel pretty much they take over everyone's stadium because their fans are so passionate and they're so loyal mike Tomlin seems like he's just a straight up real dude yeah, really? yeah. He, he, like, I'm so happy now. He's got his, like, shirt brand. Like, his, him and his wife got all his, like, quotes and stuff. Right. Because he, his, his, some of his stuff that he says, you know, like, like some of his. What is it? Give me, give me. Like, he's got a, yeah, he must have no, said no, something. No, see, my favorite one, of the, uh, one of my favorite ones of all time that probably resonated with me the most is the secret is there is no secret. The secret is there is no secret. If you want something, right, you're going you're gonna to go as hard as you can at it. You're going to put in the work to do it. You're not going to be asking for the ways to, to cheat it. The secret is there is no secret. If you, if you, if you want to commit to something and put your all into something, only you are capable of making that choice. He said something I was watching today. I just told it to my son this morning. We were talking about hard work and talent, right? And that talent doesn't always carry it if you're not willing to put in the work. But Tomlin said... A lot of people are capable. Yes, right? not what you're capable of doing. What are it's you what willing? you're willing to do. And he says that every single week. Like, it's not what you say you're capable of doing. You can't, you can't say, I'm going to do this. What are you willing to do to make sure that it happens? And, yeah, that's one of his all-time. Like, he's got a, he's got a ton of those. He, right? He's got all of the, the shirts with them all. I told him I want every, I want every one of them, right? Because I tell people that, like, you know, he said it so much to me over my five years there. Like, I've heard him say it so many times. It, all these different situations that pop up in life, they're always, like, come to my mind. Was it hard to retire? Yeah. It, it was, was that injury-driven? No. There was a lot of different things that went into it. Um, but it was it, that was a tough time period. I went through a time period that was really, really tough for me, and not just for me, me my family. And a lot of people don't understand that. There's a certain void, like guys like me and all my teammates, really, you know, that played. What you've done in college in the NFL, and and when it's taken away, it's like, and when it's gone, there's a certain like, it's almost like this uh, like darkness of like the void of what what just got taken away that fills you, and then it, some guys don't come out of it. I'm I'm just happy that I'm one of them that did.
Well, speaking of that, you can you can let us in on whatever you want, but it seems like you're filling. You've got something out there that's in the mix that you're filling. The chief is it? The chief's involved. You know, it has a chance to be special. So yeah, we got to be delicate because we're we're me, we're we're, me, we're like me, the phone is Rayshon, ringing while we're Ray, doing this. Rayshon, David Njoku, Rayshon Scott, David Njoku, myself, and Cat. It, it's something we're going to know more by the end of the day, a more really like solidifying of what it is. But like we have an idea of what it is and, and we'll have confirmation and we'll have good news today by uh, by three thirty. So, yeah, the, the uh, documentation on that is his voice. Yeah, my, my, I've been in a lot of talks for like 14 days now, nonstop. I, I've had to scream a little bit, right, to get my point across. But I think it's been... Did you make your point? I think I made my point. I think I really did. Okay. Right. He was actually literally on the phone as he was walking in here. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm super excited about it. I'm super excited for the Hurricanes season going forward. I'm, I'm going to try to, like, do everything I can and maybe try to make that Tallahassee game. I've never watched a game as a fan. Come on, stand I've never, next to me. I've never watched a game as a fan in Tallahassee. Come on the sidelines, yeah, stand next to me. I, I never I never have done that, so. Wait, now you said, I believe you said you took Kat to her first game this year? Yes, yes, the, the Miami-Ohio Open. Did she like it? Yes, she, she, had, she had a blast. We had a blast. It, she, right. Her and her she son. pick up any business? Her and her son, so they, 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 he loved it, too. She uh, pick up any business while she was there? No, all right, listen, she, seriously, I think yeah. people reckon, like, the people. Always, always. always. I mean, we've been at Columbia together, Jamaica, uh, all across America. It doesn't matter where we go across the world. They, That's they, the power yeah. influence. Yeah, she, I mean. The power yeah, of the brand. Yeah, yeah. yeah. She, she, she tattoos the biggest uh, singer in the world right now, Spanish singer in the world, Carol G, right? That's one of her, like, close, they're, they're friends. All right. Yeah. Check, it's great seeing you. The outfit's spectacular. Yeah, you, man. You make sure, make sure you guys go down to DJ Williams' store <laughs> on Sunset and pick up this outfit. He's got a whole bunch of gear just like it. All right, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna see. I'm gonna hold you to Georgia Tech. I wanna, I wanna come into the tailgate real quick. Just a pass. I gotta work that day. I'm All just gonna pass right. on yeah, through. Georgia Tech. Uh, uh, yeah, Linder will be and here. And then Tallahassee. Yeah. If you come on, let us know. I will. I will let you guys know. I want, I want, I want to see a game in Tallahassee, and I think this is gonna be a good one to see. It'll be a great one. Yeah. Check. Yeah. Thanks for coming on the Behind You podcast. Right. Thanks for reminiscing. Appreciate you guys having awesome. me, Josh. Appreciate. Appreciate you, brother. Absolutely. All right.